Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, Craig. Eric's here. Hey. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I don't know if anyone else is on, but... Okay. I text um, Gary and he is available to talk, so... Okay. Paul, I don't know if you saw those emails, but Paul, I figured mornings would be better for you if we could do it. Yeah, and, that one. Uh, just got to see. Uh, we got to talk to him about the rotation. That one picture, I'm still not sure about. I'm not going to check We got to look at those labels, I guess, and, and see how much he wants to take pictures of. And Hello there. there. Hey, Gary. How are you guys? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Okay, I just heard recorded live, and I thought I thought this was actually okay. Whatever. <laughs> this is just my coffee call in from work. Um, okay. Figured it'd be easier for us all to get on it this way. We're just waiting sure. for one more Pat person. Um, Pat Cavanaugh. He's a he's a gentleman we're working with, and I wanted to briefly. This shouldn't take long at all, Gary. I just wanted to kind of get on the same page as to moving forward with this new design. He's gonna. He's going to be assisting with us with this, so I want to make sure we're all on the same page so that we understand um, you know, how we can use it. Very good. And I did get your, you know, it was frustrating as hell. I think it was uh, uh, some goofiness with the copyright office the first time I tried it, and it was like a Friday night, and it wouldn't let me make a payment on the uh, copyright application for the fastball until like two days later. All right, so you're you're pending in there, and it's like a registration of the photographs called fastball. But that was just a tad frustrating. I was like, I got all that, all the blanks filled in and everything for you and Eric. And it's like, let me pay it, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me ask you, since you named it fastball, the the design, can we use yes. that name as far as a, a copyright, or is that something we're, we're still going to have to copyright down the road? It's a trademark, and it would be something, if that's what you're going to call it, it, literally the trademark, I mean, it's called Fastball on the copyright application for the artwork, which is the second variation of the model. But okay. if you were to put things on a box or on a shelf, on a shelf at Dick's or something like that, uh, because it's also a kind of special spelling, F-A-S-S-T as opposed to F-A-S-T, it could oh, be registered. Pat. Hi, Pat. Sorry? Uh, hey, Pat. How are you? Hey, Pat. I'm Gary Tomalowski. Hey, Gary. Yeah, Eric's also on. Um, hey, Eric's talking to Gary. Good morning, Eric. Um, yeah, I was just giving them the, the two cents on possibly registering the term fastball as a federal trademark, if that's what you're going by. Uh, it's part of my canned speech, guys, but I typically tell folks on trademarking, it's kind of like 
it is a trademark on products, a service mark on goods, like you'd have McDonald's services for the restaurant services. But trademarks are always supposed to be used as adjectives so and service marks. So it's supposed to be like this would be the fastball, what, physical therapy uh, adapter. It's like, you know, so what is fastball modifying? Because you don't want people to call it the fastball. It's supposed to be uh, fastball blank. Okay, makes sense. And I believe actually on our current brochures, it, it, we're using it the appropriate way. Then we're calling it a fastball, a fastball trainer. I think. Okay. Exercise, arm exercise. I don't. You know. And, and here's the fun part. Even until you decide if you want to do a registration, putting a TM symbol superscript lets folks know that you're thinking about it. So there's okay. no harm. You cannot do. You cannot tell people you're patent pending if you're not. But you can tell people with a TM symbol or an SM for a service that you're either looking into it or you've applied for it. You just can't put the R circle until it gets allowed. Okay. All right. Good to know. So I guess on the on the IP, what's what's actually um, patented right now? Is it the product, or or and or is it the exercises that go with it? Uh, what I I actually I figured in case you had the question, I printed out the 18 pager. And the 13 claims are for the device. So yeah, the device for exercising. Pat, you cannot trademark or patent exercises themselves. Yeah, well, here's a, yeah. You can't Here's an awkwardness. Though. You technically could say, here's a method for rehabbing a shoulder, which includes providing this device and then doing these particular method steps. So... I'll, I'll give you the lone caveat there is some folks do do patenting on using the device in an exercise. But you had a bunch of different exercises with what we proposed. Yeah, the more we actually the more we use it, the more exercises we find. So I'm actually happy that we didn't do it that way or try yeah. to um, It kind of makes for an awkwardness of if I did seven, oh my gosh, somebody can do eight and nine and ten and then but you, you have the device, which is the better part of the protection anyway. So back to the copyright of the, the design itself. Um, uh -huh. It's what you did or what you used from the pictures. You took the we took the top cap and the connecting piece off, so it only connects at one piece, which is actually the, the one design that we talked about in our actual patent. Um, but so, how limited are we with that design? And, and first question I'm specifically asking for is, you know, we've already identified a different bottle than the one I showed you in the picture. Can we move forward? appropriately with that different bottle. Well, the the rub there is that you we couldn't at this late juncture necessarily get a second patent because I think quite frankly, I'm not sure how different they are. Could you almost say that uh version 2 is pretty darn an obvious variation of a version 1. Correct. So that means in one sense and why why I was counseling to go for the copyright was in one sense your May 2011 patent covered the first embodiment, and I'm mistaken, I think it was actually, yes, the bolt goes all the way through the body, as opposed yes. to from one side. And so, realistically, um, if I were a litigious man, I'm not, but if somebody said to me, you know, here's the Castor et al. patent out there with the bolt going all the way through, let's lay aside the copyright for the time being. Somebody came out and tried to do the bolt going only through one face, and said, well, we're not infringing, literally infringing the Castor patent from 2011. Mm -hmm. um, 
you can make the argument that it, it's so close that, quite frankly, judge um, and jury, they're, they're trying to sort of get me on semantics because how far the bolt penetrates isn't necessarily as critical as having a bolt, per se, attached to a bottle. Okay. So I would say that, you know, you could probably find law firms who would take that case against somebody who's trying to dance around the Castor 2011 patent by just going partway through or whatever. That said, we now have the copyright, so if they see it on the shelves, copyright infringement is one little sticky kind of thing to try to prove. It's it's a two-plank test. Unlike a patent, patent, you either have it or you're not. They're dead or they're not. Copyright, it's twofold. One is the infringing product confusingly similar. Well, heck, it's a dead on. But then there's the other part, which is, and they saw yours. So there is a kind of, either it's actual that, you know, you sent them a copy or you have these on shelves, you have a website that shows it. Uh, sometimes you imply that they had access, but sometimes copyright, there is a copying component, unlike patents where somebody can innocently come up with the same dang thing, but darn if they're not infringing because they they never knew about Castor 1, but they're making something that is an infringement of it. It's irrelevant that they ever saw yours. So there is that kind of component, to, like the copyright. Mm -hmm. You still there? Yeah, uh, yeah, I am. Okay, I didn't know somebody just beeped in there. So so that's yeah. the second component to a, a copyright that is makes for a, a, a different kind of proof. Okay. So, so getting back to the bottle itself or the design, since it is a design, um, that we're looking at now. So can we uh -huh. do variations of this in the sense, or, or are we really limited to what that picture looks like? Um, you can do variations of it because you're protected. I think in terms okay. of somebody, um, you know, in, in a weird way, you can always do variations of yourself. It's just a matter of are you protected protected for other things. Quite frankly, I wouldn't necessarily say, um, unless it was something really, dare I say, radical, um, if you did something really funky, it might even warrant a separate design application, and that's just drawings and a write-up. So you would okay. take, here's the design bottle and show it from different angles. I have to do top view, side view, bottom view, perspective view, and the design patent is good for 14 years. But I would only encourage that if it's something that really is standalone, kind of wild-ass different from the Caster 1 patented, Caster 2 copyrighted. Okay, we're we're going to be very similar, so it's okay then. You yeah, know, I think. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying it's like it's about a fifteen hundred dollar uh, filing fee. A design patents really get prosecuted quickly. Um, mm -hmm. In that, it's a like six to nine month turnaround, and it's good for fourteen years. It does not require maintenance fees, but that's only if you're really kind of, again, I hate to use the term, but radically different. Because if you're just ever so slight variations. I wouldn't really worry about it. Okay. So ironically, as to sort of tell you, there's an exercise website out there that's it's called HEP to go, and all clinicians are are free to use this. And if you register for it, it actually encourages you to upload pictures. Mm -hmm. Some therapist okay. out, I believe, in the Midwest has uploaded a picture of exercises using a water bottle. I'm saying to hold the water bottle. Just oh, a water really? bottle or a water bottle with the... No, um, yeah, no just, just a water bottle. It was okay. interesting that somebody put it out there. And I, I really didn't take 
note that I was concerned. I thought of more of it in, in a good way in the sense that people are out there talking about it and showing that that as type of exercises. I mean, truly, you're not going to get the same effect from what we're showing because of the way the hand grips are different on it as you grip a baseball or any type of ball. But um, it was interesting to see. Well, i got to tell you, here's a kind of marketing ploy. But if you contacted those guys, would you say, you know, and would you like to put a link to our site where you can buy this water bottle? That's Which, okay. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, we'll let you do this, and in fact, we'll catch you at a discounted price if you wanted to sort of sell them through their site and give, not you're not you're licensing them, but hey, you know, you want to get a 5% kickback, it's a choice of terms, but you know what I mean. But yeah. in terms of like... <laughs> Hey, you, you're promoting water bottles. How about this exercise, which is my patented, our patented um, bottle configuration, which would even be better than a water bottle? We'll definitely have to go back and look at that then. Thanks. Sure. I mean, um, it's like it's uh, selfless promotion, but that's what life is like in 2016. <laughs> sure, absolutely. Well, I, one other question that can come off the top of my head before you know, we get to Pat and just review everything. So I had another thought on this. There's a common exercise with baseball players, and, and Pat, I'm sure you're familiar with it, a towel drill that helps you yeah. throw through a baseball so you're following through. And my thought process is if we actually attached a golf towel to an empty bottle at the neck with a clip, which um, basically there's nothing, I don't think, patentable there because it's you know just a towel and a clip that you would buy in a store, is that something that we could do to this and, and sell it as an accessory down the road, or would we have to do something additional paperwork-wise? Um, do you either have a picture or something you could show me after the phone call? Cause oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, kind of have a tough visual of what you're talking about in terms of you said it's a towel? Yeah, so here's all I'm picturing. So what you do for, say, a baseball coach would do this. They, have, they take a towel and basically put tape at the end of it, and you're doing this drill where you're throwing through. You act like you're throwing the towel, but you're not. You're holding onto the towel and hitting a chair in front of you. And all it's doing okay. is teaching you to follow through. What I'm thinking is with our piece, if you empty the water, you take a golf towel that we could logo, and it has a grommet at the end of it, so you would just hook it onto the neck of our bottle so you still have a baseball in your hand, which, again, makes it more of a functional drill. And then I'm, I'm hoping we could sell it down the road possibly as a uh, accessory. Just add yeah, further I think functionality to it. Yeah, and I think my, my one hardship I would have is would the well-known process of using the toweled version render obvious and then not patentable your version? So that's where I think uh, you can always do it. I don't think there's any kind of patents that would block it or anything like that, but realistically it's a matter of is there a way to protect some exclusivity for yourself. I'm not sure, especially okay. if there's somebody else is out there. That doesn't mean you can't do it. It just means so can everybody else. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not having exclusivity on the towel piece. I just think it would be nice to have an option down the road to use it as an accessory. So. And let me kind of, dare I say, reserve the right to comment on the possible patentability of, dare I say, Caster 3, the sequel, until mm -hmm. I see it. Especially if you can send me a link to somebody else doing it with the towel on a YouTube or whatever, so I sort of say, "Oh crap, Greg and, and Eric and, and Pat, this uh, you know it's 
good, but I, if I were the examiner for the patent office, I'm not going to let you have it over that because it looks like the same dang thing. Sure. Sounds good to me. One last question to trademark fastball. What's the ballpark cost? I didn't hear the end of that. I heard trademark fastball, but I didn't hear the end. To trademark fastball, what would be a ballpark cost for us? Oh, I, I, to get an application on file is 725 225 goes with the patent office, and it's, my fee is just two hours' time to get a registration on file. Okay. Sounds good. Um, Pat or Eric, do you have any other questions? Not related to that, no. Okay. For anything no, in good. particular, I think I'm good as far as we're able to move through with the, with the bottle that we're discussing. The one that cool. I sent pictures to both of you guys yesterday. That looks great. And if, you, and if you're, like, screen printing or whatever on the bottles, the term fastball, F-A-S-S-E, again, Put the TM superscript on there for an, a bunch of productions until if you go for the trademark. And it's about a six to nine month turnaround. And you know, there might be some back and forth, but literally speaking, it's not as bad as the patent stuff. And sometimes they come back and say, okay, here's your registration number. And then on that next printing of the bottles, you change it to an R circle. Okay. Sounds great. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Gary. Right, I really good. appreciate your time. Pat, You're welcome. Eric, do you have a couple minutes to stay on? Yep. Okay. Great. I will hang up though. You're you're done with the the lawyer, right? Yeah, yeah. you're done. I appreciate that it. That sounds good, guys. Thank Take you care so much. We'll see you. Bye all. Bye. All right, guys. Well, that was encouraging. It was. So, um, I what think do you think on the trademark? Yeah, I. You know, let's. You know, I definitely. I guess I'm really hesitant on the word fastball, but then it's funny. I have someone else that um, that I have that's a close friend of mine, and I, I, I know you know him. Um, it's it's Harry Velgich, and with Toast, and I know you talked to the Toast people before. Yep. And we were we were just having a conversation last week, and I just keep uh, we were talking about term fastball in particular, and I told him I just don't like it. I, some reason I don't feel like it's catchy enough and he disagreed with me he thinks it's just the opposite I've heard it so much now for so many years um, he likes it a lot because of the acronym tied to it and it ties to baseball and, and sports so I guess it's just a matter of if we really have something that's a better idea or if this is the idea we want to go with or not um, you know from that standpoint but to me, I'm wondering, can we just start some production with the TM and see how things go? And then if it really seems like we're going to be have you know have some traction with this, then we could you know just go back to Gary and get the application started. Yeah, I don't think it's worth spending the money. I think you just put the TM on. We do that for now. See how it goes. Not worth spending sure. seven hundred dollars on. I agree. I mean, and if we really see that we're going to you know, have a possibility of getting some retail out of it, then go back and do it. So, yeah, I think. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I, I, I think from a marketing standpoint with the name, I agree with you on the. I think um, just because of how it's spelled and why it's spelled that way, um, I don't know. Uh, I, I would say it'd be worth maybe considering something else, you know, in the interim. Uh, we keep moving forward, obviously, but yeah, no okay. downside. I really am okay either way. I think we have a good alternative if we can't think of something, but we have time to think of something. Right. So, um, okay. 
the from the bottle standpoint, though, in in the process, I think you know. Well, obviously, we need to get these pieces together. And I've been on, I've been back and forth with Paul this morning. He said he has the model. He's going to get back in touch with. One thing I wanted to ask you about this, and this is purely a cost thing, and, and you may tell me no, but if you you know if you'd want to use someone like my son, granted he's 11 years old, but he looks like he's 13. You know, I don't know what route you'd want to go, but if that's going to cut down costs, I would you know I, I would volunteer that out to you too, Pat, if you're interested. Okay. Well. Um... I think uh, I'm, I, I know who Paul's working with, and mm-hmm. I think all that person was asking for was some free product, nutrition product, which we were going to handle. Okay. So I okay. don't think we're going to need to get into many costs. We'll be okay. All right. That sounds good. Um, and then we're going to go ahead and meet with him and talk about the actual design of the, that front page that he redesigned, which both me and Eric liked it a lot. The only piece was we had nine exercises total combining the two where he, he would need to revamp the same for hitters and for throwers. Yeah. My question is going to be to him once I show him this bottle too, are we going to be able to get all nine exercises on that bottle? Or do you, do you agree with me? Do you think we should put them on the bottle as we discussed in the past? Well, the question really becomes is how big are they can be on there, especially going with a yeah. smaller bottle, right? And sure how they're going to look. I, I think it's worth giving him the uh, the dimensions of the bottle and let him lay it out for us. And that'll, that'll tell the tale right there. And then what are your thoughts on um, maybe even just a QR code on that bottle, linking back to your website? QR codes, um, I mean, that's, that's, an, that's, that's an easy functionality piece. Um, you know, data shows that they're not used as much as they used to. It doesn't mean we okay. can't do it. I mean, it's it's an added piece. It's not like we're driving sales that way. Yeah. Um, is there another is there another alternative out now? I mean, there's a lot of different things using your phone. Um, they're more UPC driven um, that have nutritional. You know, from a retail perspective, that are. I don't even say nutritional. Uh, just across the board on all consumer goods, it would tie to the UPC. What we right, could all do, the time. yeah. So what we could do is, we could we have, uh, you know, with all of our products, we have an account to set up UPCs. We could set that up, and the, the other benefit to doing that would be, uh, from a retail standpoint, when we start selling these in retail stores, it would already be in place. It's not going to cost anything extra because we'll. Normally it's six hundred twenty-five dollars for every every one you do. It's not cheap, mm-hmm. but because we have, uh, you know, we've got a uh, a license for that, we wouldn't have to pay it. Okay. It's just something to think about. Either one, you know, I, I'm not I'm not saying hey, bark or uh, QR code is not a good idea. It's just it's really where we think we'll have more people use it. Well, I think it's going to be it's going to be youth driven. So whatever the youth are going to be using, they're going to they're going to you know, see it and say, for more exercises, you know, scan here. But, you know, if they're not using QR codes, then it's not going to help us a lot, I don't think. Yeah. Let me talk to our social guy and see what he thinks and our digital guy and get a couple mm-hmm. ideas from him. Any other any other thoughts or, or do we, before we need to start moving on with the designer or anything? I think the I think with Paul is you know he's he'll he'll do a great job in terms of layout and everything. He just just want to give him that uh, clear direction and give us the. Uh, I just I would tell him we want to see a couple different options. 
Okay. And then when we meet with them, I will take them to that bottle that I've, I've been trying to play around with it as much as possible. I'm trying to make it leak. It's it's standing up pretty nice over the last couple of days. I really That's like it. And the thing is, is it's it's actually I'm using a lighter weight. So when you weigh this thing out, the entire bottle with the water in it right now that I'm using only weighs like 13 ounces, and I still feel the same warm up that I'm getting. And um, you know, it just has a nice compact. I actually I like the feel of it. It feels a little more fluid to me, being smaller. The action that I'm getting or the resistance I'm getting back, you know, it doesn't feel as, maybe as quite as awkward as the red, the bigger red bottle did. So, great. I love um, the size. Size is great. Yeah, and that's the other thing I'm thinking. It's really good. I, I would hope that that's going to drive costs down some. Yeah, well, it definitely should. What what, what ounce is that, Craig? The 400 cc, um, which is, uh, I'd have to look it up, but I think it's around 14 ounces. Mm-hmm. But the other option I looked at was a 600 cc. I'm sorry, a 500 cc, and I could. I'm going to get a couple of those from a pharmacist that I know. That and just play around with it. That um, you know, that would be 16 ounces. Which, when looking back on that red bottle I originally showed you, Pat, that's a 16 yep. ounce bottle. So I, I think one or the other, um, as long as they're holding up, you know, it's going to be interesting how this comes out in the process because the, the hardness of it. And that's the other thing we just need to find. I don't know if it's something through your distributor side or your company. We just need to find or know more about plastic to know which ones are, you know, I'm playing with all these ones. I'm going, <laughs> last weekend I was, I went to a CVS, I went to Sam's, and I was just looking for bigger bottles from that standpoint. Yep. You know, some of them are super flexible, but then the one that I actually ended up with that we're using that was just in my house was really hard. You know, it fit perfect, it drilled perfect. When the label was on, all I did was put a, the drill bit that, we, that I used right between that label, and it, it cut through perfectly and lined everything up. So, yeah, um, I, mean, I would think we want to we, we want a heavier gauge for that reason. Yeah, yeah, and it is, and it is a heavier gauge, I and mean, it has a bit of a give to it, but nothing crazy. I mean, it, it seems like it's really going to be working out. It's going to work out for us. The other thing yeah. that it has is those pill bottles have. Um, so it has like that styrofoam cap on the inside of it, so it seals right. up against. So I think that's going to help with keeping the water in, and it doesn't seem to be linking. I've been laying it down on its side and on top of the cap, and I haven't been getting anything else. Um, the one thing to consider is the cap has the directions on how to unlock it, which you know I don't know if you think that's good or bad, you know, because it obviously looks like a pill bottle. Then from that standpoint, um, but then I almost think can we make some kind of play on that from the marketing piece, like we have the cure for a common arm or, you know, or something. Right. Yeah, I like that idea. I mean, that's something I'd run by Paul and let him give us some creative ideas around. I think that's good. Okay. And then the only other concern would be if it drops and you crack that cap, we, we on a website or something, we're probably going to have to sell caps or, or something. Um, and and anything, the only reason, and, or because it's not connected, we're taking that strap off of it, you know, you're going to take it off, put water in it, and you're not going to have you have that opportunity to lose it where we didn't have it before. And I, yeah. I know Brian Barker dropped one last weekend or something happened and one cracked, so I have to get him the cap. So on the on the current black ones, red and black ones, so it's just a thought. 
Um, no, we should definitely offer, offer those as kind of a separate replenishment uh, product. Okay. Sounds good. I mean, at the end of the day, we're selling this for 1995. I pay 40 bucks for Ben's batting gloves every year. So. Right. Yeah, it's okay. a nominal cost. It really is. Yeah, I mean, I really, as a parent, could not have an issue with ordering one a year if I know my son's using it. Right. Eric, do you have any thoughts on anything we talked about? Are we good? Um, no, I, everything you're saying, I agree with. Um, I like the new bottle design. I like what you have there. So we find them, we can get them. I like them. Okay. What I'll do, Pat, is once I get in touch with this pharmacist, um, she she's transitioning in part of that um, she works for she's worked for Target forever and CVS just bought them out. Yeah. She's uh, I want to talk to her when she's back in town just to see where they buy their product from if there's a way to buy a smaller portion. I hate to say this, I know we have a we have a cost that we're dealing with with the, the debt that me and Eric have accumulated on this, but at the same time I almost say this is cheap enough, it's almost worth going forward with some of this. You, do you disagree or agree with me? No, I agree. I mean, it's just tough. I mean, I, I obviously want to make up this cost that we've created or this debt that we've created, but it just seems like, you know, this is really getting us where we be, where we want to be right off the bat. So. And I'll you sell, more, sell more product. Well, and that's just it. We have a bunch of baseballs. We have a bunch of the pieces already put together what I would need to do is it's two pieces. It's a smaller bolt and um, and the actual bottle itself, and that's it. We have the rest invested, you know, or we already have the rest out there. Everything else can be used? Yeah, everything else can be used. The one thing I haven't been doing with this is we were putting a Loctite, a drop of Loctite on as we made these to finish them off. And... Um, and we weren't doing, you know, I haven't been doing that as of recently because I've just been letting it go. I, I think I'd still want to do that, which is, again, it's a minimal, you know, $8 a bottle probably would make 200 of them. And then um, there's there's one other piece. There's the piece that I have, but to finish product to sell, I probably should have a, a stainless steel piece of it instead of the, the, the steel one I have because if it sits in that bottle and gets really wet, it's going to rust. It's that mm-hmm. T nut. So, but other than that, it's it's pretty nominal. We really we would have to look at that when we were talking about building them out because I don't know if you priced out certain pieces as far as stainless steel versus regular. Um, the pieces on the outside we definitely can do, uh, you know, a regular a regular steel. But then the one the one piece on the inside and the bolt itself should probably probably be stainless steel because of the. Um, you know, the water involved. Mm-hmm. Hey, one one uh, one thing I wanted to run, run, guy, run by you guys in terms of timing, because right now with baseball season coming up quickly, is there an opportunity with any of the leagues that your teams are in that you can go to the league itself and have a one-pager that we're working on now, go to the teams and um, let all the teams offer that to their, you know, to the parents for their kids? And maybe have you know a dollar for everyone that sold go back to the league. Um, 
I think the one opportunity that I would discuss with you, and, and it was the one we gave, we gave them a little bit of product last year, and I don't know if they moved forward. I don't think they did. There's no off season. Yep. You familiar, you're familiar with that facility? Just the name. I don't. I, I've never been there. Okay, so he opened up a second facility this summer, and I don't know if it's completely done yet. But so actually, Ben's first tournament's the weekend of. Um, depending on what team he, in, he winds up on, it's going to be the week of either April 1st or the, or the second week of April. We're going two weeks earlier this year out there. Um, he has a full slate of tournaments where per weekend, so his division will have eight teams in it per weekend. Uh-huh. You'll have seven-year-olds to you, probably you 14, fourth of teams. So what is that, seven, eight? 10, 11, 12, so roughly eight times, roughly 64 teams a weekend filtering through that place. Yeah. Now he has two facilities, so possibility of 120 teams a weekend. I think that's the route to go. And I mentioned to you, Harry, um, my friend Harry. Yeah. That's his, that's his first cousin owns it. I see. Okay. So we could definitely set something up with him. Um, just to try and, and pitch it. I mean, I don't know how we would do it. Two things I would see would either be a handout. Everybody comes through the gate at one place. You know, maybe a small handout with them on. Yep. Either there right at the, at the entrance when they pay to get in or a, a field banner. They have, you know, there's field banners on each on each field. So. Well, a field banner, I think, I mean, just from a brand awareness perspective, would be better. Depending on what the cost is. Well, I can tell you, I have one. Eric's um, brother-in-law printed us one. He has a printing business. I mean, so we could actually maybe they would let us do the field banner and the handouts, or I don't know, I don't know how to touch that. But you know, we could think, well, think about it. I mean, both would be great just to coincide, and then. You know, is, does it make sense to offer some type of, you know, training or quote-unquote session for, you know, 15, 20 minutes to the teams or a couple of different times to demonstrate the product? I don't know. It's a thought. The other thought process is I, I have been playing with it periodically with my team. You know, they struggle, they struggle a little bit more with that bigger red bottle. Like mm-hmm. I know I could, you know, if we went to the smaller bottles right off the bat, I mean, we're, we're really talking about a short time frame here, but obviously we would show up as a team. And um, what I would tell, I would just tell Bill, you know, Bill, I'd just say, hey, we'll give you a buck a bottle that we sell to maybe on top of it or something. Yeah. You know, and we'll just warm up together as a team with them so people can look at it. And I know Claudio's chomping at the bit to start selling too. Yeah. I know. I keep getting an email here or there, so I agree. He said he definitely wants them for Carnegie Mellon. Yeah, well, I think what I like about that is beyond the sales piece, being able to say that it's used by a college team. Sure. Sure. Well, you want to, what are your thoughts, Todd? I mean, you want us to price, you want us to price 100 of these bottles and see what they're at? I think let's, let's, let's price them for 100 and see where they are, and then we can make the decision from a cash flow standpoint. Um, you know, when to pull the trigger versus blowing through the rest of that inventory. 
Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. I was working, I forget, Sue, Suzanne? Yes. She, we kind of lost touch. She hadn't had any other bottles for me. Should I reach out to her again and show her this one? Yeah, do you have that on email you can send me versus a text? I can just copy and shoot you an email. Yeah. If you just send it to her and copy me and just say, Pat said you could get these priced out for us for a quantity of 100, and then I'll, uh, then I'll touch base with her. Okay. That sounds good. I'll do it right now. Okay. What else, guys? I, you know, I think that's it. I think we're good. Okay. So. All right. Well, um, let me know how the meeting goes with Paul. Oh, hey, let me ask you. Eric dropped off that video with the music to you. Are you going to be able to use that in, in the at some point? Oh, yeah. The content? Yep. Okay. Uh, no, Paul has it, actually. Oh, okay. Great. All right, guys. Hey, have Talk a great weekend. Thanks. I'll see you. Bye. Talk to you. Okay, bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.